Support for this podcast is provided by That Cast Creative. Brand your business and connect with your audience by creating a custom podcast. Learn more at thatcast.com. Hey everyone, you're listening to the PDX Executive Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Bruton, and on today's episode is Ryan Ziegler. He's the executive chef for Line and Lure Restaurant, which is inside the Alan A uh, Casino up in Richfield. Uh, I'm a super nerd about chefs and watching uh, chef shows, so it was really cool to talk with Ryan about you know not only that uh, life and how he developed into a chef, but also the concept he developed uh, up at Alan A. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Ryan. Uh, growing up, and that's what I always did. It was my passion. Um, I decided to go to school at the time. It was Western Culinary Institute. Yeah. And so um, uh, I went through the whole program, and it was very, it was great. It was a really good foundation. But like anything, you get in, get out of it what you put into it. And so that was, it, it really kind of built a foundation. And then I did my externship in Vancouver at uh, Heathman Lodge. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. And so I worked there for about, three three and a half years kind of coming up through the ranks learning you know prep to pantry to grill the becoming the lead line cook and knowing a lot about the uh catering there and then uh from there the the chef actually told me hey i mean this is a pretty good gig for me for me and the sous chef you know i know you want to grow up and i know you know i you want to keep building your career but um uh, if you're going to do that, you're probably going to have to leave and find someplace else to go. Mm-hmm. So it was a tough, it was tough, but it really, you know, made me look around and see what I wanted to do. Right. That's cool. And so I'm recording. <laughs> so we're going, um, you know, again, I'm a super nerd about watching like chef shows, the life of a chef. So I'm really interested in that and we'll get into it because I know when you're starting out, it's kind of a hard life, right? Oh, yeah, definitely hard, hard life. It's, uh, it's, it's tough to, you know, to make in, you know, ends meets and, you know, it's long hours mm-hmm. no matter what that you're doing. Um, even if it's, you know, working, working a station or, you know, wherever you're working in the kitchen, it's still, I mean, it's, it's hot, it's stressful, right. it's long hours. It's, you know, it, it takes a little bit to, to, you know, grow up out of that. But And you just have like a passion for it. You oh, yeah. Just, and I think most of the people that do work in the kitchen probably weed out the people that don't because you're not staying up till two in the morning every day because you have to love it, right? Yeah, you definitely do. And there's definitely, uh, um, I, I, I guess, a, a sense of, you know, you get a feeling like the rush. Yeah. And you, especially when you accomplish something, you have a great dinner service or you you know, create a a great dish and people come back and like now that I'm a chef that I don't do that. I mean, when you make something and it's yours and people come back and they, they say, I I love this dish. I come back just for this. It's, there's a certain, you know, I don't know if you can get that a lot of other places, just that immediate, you know, you know, gratitude. That's super interesting. And so do you, you, I mean, I know you're in a little different capacity than being on the line, do you still get that as far as like orchestrating the whole thing? Oh and- yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because as a chef, you know, you're still looking at food, even if you're expoing it, looking at mm-hmm. it, touching, I mean, and watching, especially watching your crew. And as, as a chef, I feel like you're, you know, you're a teacher also, right? you know, so you always have to be coaching and, you know, c- trying to elevate your team to, to produce and to be great. So, um, to watch them, you know, the hard work that you put into them and then for them to start to excel and to watch actually people come up through the ranks. Mm-hmm. You know, I just promoted one of my line cooks to sous chef. Okay. You know, so it's th- those, you know, those those moments too are, you know, gratifying also. Just the, 
just to watch a growth in people that really have the same passion as you is, you know, it's, it's really special. Yeah. And I know and every time, like when I go out to eat, you look in the kitchen and it seems like complete chaos, but it's not, it's like this orchestrated yeah, and every what, night is like this, you know, I run events. So I kind of equate it to like every night you have this event. Right. And so it, how do you kind of like, is it stressful or at this point it's just like you come in and you're very Zen about uh, it probably. Or yeah. It I, I, I guess you get to a point in your career where you're pretty Zen about it. You yeah. know, you know, there's not too many things that can be thrown at you. I mean, sometimes, you know, there are, you know, but you, you know, you work through them. Like we right. do, at Ilana, we do the uh, concerts. And so everybody right. tries to get their, you know, their meals an hour to an hour and a half before it. The, the yeah. meal. So yeah. it's, it's, you know, those, <laughs> you know, you get everything at once, but you know, it's going to come. So you, you know, you staff up, you put the right people in the right places, you make sure you have enough product mm-hmm. and you know, you, you hammer it out. And those are the times too, that are like, all right, well, that was fun. Very cool. So let's get into, uh, it's line and lure, right? Yes. At yes. A-Line. Yes. Uh, the, the new kind of casino resort up there in, in Ridgefield. And I was telling you before we recorded that, uh, I know several people that work there. I've been up there. It, it's really impressive. So tell me about the concept, how it started. Uh, I think it was just you and you know, kind of one or two other management people just getting the concept together. So you're almost like branding this thing from start to finish. And so just can you t- talk through the process? It's super interesting to me. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, when I came on, they had a couple concepts. So all I was told is that there was going to be a, a steak or in a seafood concept. Okay. And so um the um uh, my boss um uh, her name's uh was uh she's not the boss there anymore she has gone on to do other things but uh jennifer cox she you know we um she hired me and we went on to um to kind of concept the the um the restaurant actually did it in the uh, our sister restaurant it's called paddlefish down at dinsey springs in orlando florida okay and so it was concept after uh, one of the the mainstays it's a focal point of our kitchen it's a boil, uh, boil. so it's just like you're you know if you think like a crawfish boil or a mm-hmm. crab boil so this is kind of based around it it's our um you know our show kitchen it's where it's at it's a 30 gallon tank of of stock that we cook food in so Orlando um, Paddlefish has that, and um, so that was kind of based around this restaurant, but everything else was going to be based around Pacific Northwest, freshness, you know, the abundance of seafood that we have in the local area, and also, you know, what we can get for, um, you know, uh, around the produce and everything that we have here. So we sat there and just, you know, we sat there for an hour, hour and a half, and just kind of hashed out some of the mainstays of what we wanted to put on the menu. That's very cool. And then uh, then after that, we came back in the opening, and uh, we kind of developed some stuff with our um, our partners at um, Levy at the Moda Center, and mm-hmm. did a whole tasting, and did everything, and got it nailed down, and then we ended up opening the restaurant, and it was uh, it was fun. So it's been two years now? Yeah, two, two and a half. So it was April 24th of... Okay. Uh, and how's it, ev- how's it evolved? Because it's interesting that you start this restaurant. It's inside a casino that's just opening, too. Yeah. So you're, like, branding the casino and the restaurant inside. So how's that kind of process been? Well, well it's, um, you know, there was a lot of excitement when the, the casino opened uh, just for – you know, it being new, it being uh, right. something different, and people wanted to come and see. Mm-hmm. It's um, so the casino is, has done a lot of branding itself. Is just being 
something new. Right. And I think we kind of, uh, Line and Lure kind of falls under that same category because we're basically a standalone restaurant. Right. So uh, seeing us um, uh, do, um, you know, come from really almost, it almost felt like a mom and pop, like nobody really knew who we were there. Like, what's Line and Lure? What's, yeah. you know, so just being able to kind of have a, some brand identity now, it's really, um, it's really it, like helped us. And just what we've done day to day is, is, um, really been been great like we do the uh portland seafood and wine festival every year and okay the first year we did it um um it was it was weird people would come up and like oh line and lord what's that i've never heard yeah. of you before and so from that point to we when we did it last year we had it was thing that it blew my mind everybody that came up said oh elani casino line and lord yeah we come up there all the time we love your seafood brunch we love this we love the boils and it was just just a year just kind of blew me away because i just listened to people talk it was i mean brand identity is is huge and it's something that we keep keep trying to work on every day with Mm -hmm. food quality and with great service and i mean the location you walk into you know the restaurant it's huge it's open it's got so much character too there's a giant boat on the top of our ceiling <laughs> right you know so it's uh it's uh you know the the building speaks for itself but you know kind of growing the food in our brand has been you know again you know talking about special things and about excitement that 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 gets me excited about being a chef. yeah that's cool and i want to get into like you know uh the brand identity and just like the the portland um food scene and different restaurants we'll get into that and how you, you know what you see how it's growing but um getting back to the seafood are you involved in the sourcing of uh, uh, where, where it comes from do you i mean get some locally it sounds like here yeah or? yeah we we definitely get uh some locally if you know from the uh columbia river uh we get steelhead uh salmon sockeye uh, off the coast um, we do get some uh coho off the the coast also mm-hmm. at a newport and garibaldi also dungeness crab comes you know, right off the coast. That's one of our, our mainstays that we have on our um, uh, seafood brunch, and then also in the in the boils that I talked about. Um, so that's just right off the coast. Plus, uh, we, use, we utilize rockfish. Also, everything sourced. You know, yeah. right off the Oregon Washington coast. You know, from you know oysters to crab to uh, fish. Oregon rockfish is one of the most underrated fish. If it it's prepared right. Oh, it is. And, and <laughs> if it's fresh, it's yeah. like so good. And it's one, we use it as uh, we use it. We've used it in a couple of ways, but we also use it as um, one of our fish and chips. Oh yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's, yeah, it's really it's 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 really great as a as a fish and chip. So, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Well, let's uh, let's get into Portland a little uh, about. You know, you've worked at other restaurants here. Uh, you've been here and seen just the explosion of uh, yeah. great chefs like yourself, restaurants. Uh, what does that mean for people like you that work in industry? And then, but also like uh, from a standpoint of there's just so much now abundance of different places to go. Uh, how does that you know measure up? I guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's been incredible just to see the growth and as Portland as a whole as a restaurant scene. I mean, it's. It's not only nationally recognized, but, you know, around the world as Portland as being a great, you know, Mm -hmm. one of the meccas of restaurants. So it's really, uh, I I mean, that, you know, speaks for itself with all the great chefs that are out there um, and everything they do and, you know, how how much it's a foodie city. And, um, you know, for me, we're a little bit you know, distant from from that, but still trying to keep those same roots, Mm -hmm. you know, that we do and 
you know, because that's, that's our, we feel like that's our market, even though we're, you know, outside, you know, Vancouver would be outside, but we're, you know, on the outer cusp of it. So, you know, I think people around the area come custom to having great food, mm-hmm. having great service, having great atmosphere. So, um, you know, really, we need to, you know, maintain that same level of standard. That, right. That they have. And do you, I mean, do yourself, like, what places do you like to go when you have time off or do you, are you like, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's tough. There's not, as a chef, especially, you know, it's, it's tough to, to be able to go different places. I do like some places, you know, uh, you know, just like little holes in the wall, you know, especially in Vancouver, okay. you know, some little taco, little Conejo is, is great. And, you know, there's a couple of little places, but you know, I mean, you could almost, you know, stop anywhere and have a great meal in portland so yeah it is we're pretty we're pretty lucky so what's kind of next for your restaurant how, how do you think it, it's evolving because you, you know two years is there a point where you're like i'm gonna just flip the whole menu or what do you, um, how does that actually, work actually, actually i did that last year okay i completely we had a we used to have a lunch and a dinner menu mm-hmm. and i made it all day menu kind of just flipped it did some different things um you know and i think it, it really it put us on a better track than trying to flip-flop different things. I mean, I, I think for me it's just keeping, like, you know, uh, regionally sourcing items and uh, keeping us fresh, local, and, you know, you know, sustainable. And, yeah. and, you know, the market is is one thing that's great for us. I also think our boil, the, the whole program there, is, is like we're just the tip of the iceberg. And mm. so I've been trying to introduce a lot of different things in there, and it's uh, – I mean, we have a we have a special now that's on Wednesdays that's pretty incredible for the price. We'd sell lobster boil for two, and okay. you get lobster and you know crab claws and peel and eat shrimp plus a plus a starter and a dessert. You know, it's fun. Yeah, it's a it's a fun time, and it's what I love about the boil is it can be a meal if you're hungry, yeah, or it can be a shared meal mm-hmm. with somebody else, or it can be an appetizer. There's so many great things that you can do with it. Yeah. So we see people kind of build their own boils. Yeah. And, you know, so it's a fun thing for us. How's it been since being in the casino? Because since it's open, I know the casino's plans for growth, but they're getting a lot of cool like concerts now. Like they're really pushing that. Um, they're, I mean, so is that obviously probably helping you, but how's the, the casino itself evolving like as far as events? They're well, yeah. No, yeah. So they, when they opened the, the Calus ballroom, it's definitely uh, helped us, you know, as a whole and as them as a casino, because mm-hmm. they've gotten a lot of great, um, great uh, acts, uh, nationally known acts, mm-hmm. you know, that come in there. And it's, um, it's definitely, um, I've, you know, taken the, the, the level of the casino, you know, up mm-hmm. and plus us as a, a restaurant and as a restaurant and whole in the the casino definitely those event nights are really big nights for us and time for us to a good time for us to shine yeah you know and show who we are and kind of try to win some you know some more patrons in mm-hmm. so um you know because the um you know it's 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 tough being a little bit out you know we definitely get more of the more of the vancouver and portland crowd in those yeah. and that's definitely what we're trying to um you know, cultivate. So, you know, in the next few years when the hotel comes, we have, mm-hmm. it's, you know, even more of a destination place. Yeah. And that, I mean, that'll be great when the, the hotel's there too. Yeah. It's really not that far away. No, it's Orland. not. It's like, no, it's not. It's yeah. <laughs> once you take, once you do that drive, you're like, Oh, that's not no, bad. It's not, like, so yeah, it's, uh, it's not too bad, but well, let's get back to your people because you're talking about developing, you know, young chefs and cooks and 
you know, for folks that are wanting to get into it now, maybe come out of high school or whatever, like what's your advice to them? Um, I know this is a pretty broad question, but I mean, uh, I have lots of relatives that are chefs. And so it's at first, it's like you said, it's, it's a hard, it's hard work. It can be kind of a a difficult, um, early years because you're working these uh, long hours. So, yeah, what's some of your advice? Um, well, I mean, I've been asked this question, especially we've done different food shows and people have come up as a chef and they say, oh, you're a chef. Yeah. My niece or nephew wants to be a chef. Or, you know, what school should they go to? You know, and because, you know, there was, you know, a little bit of competition in Portland about the different, you know, and there's still a, a few. But, yeah. you know, I tell them, I'd say, before they commit to anything, Go get a job as a dishwasher. Right. Go go live that life for, you know, six months to a year and see if this is really what you want to do. Because it's not, you know, that, and that's, I love, you know, like you do, I love cooking shows. I love, <laughs> you know, I, I just love the, the personalities. I love to see food. I love how that's all become such a, you know, a craze. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think with that, uh, some of the... Um, the culinary schools have kind of taken like, Hey, you can be a chef. You can be a sous chef. You can be a pastry chef, you know, which I would never discount. I went to school. It's a great foundation. It's a great learning experience. It's, Mm -hmm. it's something, if you have a passion for food, it's, it's where you should go. But again, it's not, it's not the easiest. And you definitely, you get more, you'll, you get more out of working and coming up with experience than you would going to school. I know chefs who, a great chef, never been to school. Yeah. Just learned on the job. So. Yeah. It's, it's like it just depends on the person and your situation. So definitely does. It definitely takes a special kind of person to work in the industry, you know? Right. Um, so do you have any other projects going on as far as like, um, oh, I guess one of the questions is, do you take this uh, concept like do pop ups other places or how, uh, yeah, do you have the freedom to do that? Or uh, Yeah, sometimes we do. I mean, we do. Um, we usually do the uh, Portland Se- uh, Seafood and Wine Festival right, every yeah. year. Um, and then the next one, I guess the next thing we're doing. So the casino is actually doing a, um, a food, food and wine fest in October. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's it's pretty big. So the whole Cowboys Ballroom, they're bringing in some sub- celebrity chefs. Uh, we, have a, we have a brunch at my restaurant. I think uh, a couple of the neighboring restaurants have a couple other dinners and tastings and brunches. But it's pretty big. It's three days. And, and when's that? Like when in October is so it? This is uh, October. I can make sure I get the dates right. I think it's the 24th. We won't hold you 26th. to it, but it's yeah, in October. Yeah, okay. so it's a, the end of yeah, October. Ended, so, okay. um, but, yeah, that will be a um, – that will be a really fun event. This so, is the first time you're doing that. Yeah, it's the first time. This is it's it's been a lot of planning and a lot of yeah. you know through the work with Tom and uh, Cara. And, okay, you know it's it's gonna be big. A lot of a lot of vendors, a lot of wine, a lot of local wines, a lot of cool. you know, some uh, some whiskeys in there and some. You know, I gotta a, go. A lot of food. Yeah, you definitely said whiskey. I'm yeah. there. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's oh, I think that's smart. You're doing that, and you have the space to do it. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's it's a huge. I mean, it's like there. are each day, like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, for the open, um, like tasting, uh, it's twenty two hundred people. So, it's, uh, <laughs> wow, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be big. So we do also do uh, my executive sous chef who I, who's been with me for a long time. He um, is really he's he's one of the best soup guys I've ever met in my life. Mm. He just he just gets it. He just does hmm. it. So uh, Vancouver, uh, the Shared House does a soup song competition. Okay, so. Um, 
so we participate in that, and luckily it's right there at the Atlanta Casino. Yeah. And so um, he didn't win the big prize last year, but he got he got the um, supporters like award for the best suit. Cool. So, so you know we do that. So it's like those you know those things are fun to do, yeah. and we, so we always think about that. But top of brain right now is that seafood. And, uh, that yeah, that sounds fest. like a pretty big yeah kind of deal. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's gonna it's gonna definitely test the limits of, yeah. of, of me and the crew. Well, cool, Ryan. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. And again, I think as you know, like food is is such uh, an experience driven thing, especially in Portland. We have that kind of connection to it and all this abundance of great uh food so i'm looking forward to getting up there again and 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 seeing you and and trying it out so thanks so much oh yeah thank you for having me thanks so much for listening to the show i'm dan bruden and you've been listening to the pdx executive podcast original music was composed for this episode by levi downey you can subscribe to the show on apple Podcasts.